Hi, and welcome to the Life Source Christian Church Audio Lounge with Senior Ministers John and Anne Juliano. Have you ever wondered about how to better connect with God? Well, that's exactly what we're going to help you with in this week's show, where you'll learn how to more fully love God, grow spiritually, and help others. I get the privilege of sharing the Word of God with you today, and it's going to be short, sharp, and shiny, okay? Um, 10, 15 minutes. But um, I do want to just concentrate on this beautiful theme here, new things. New things. Is it resonating with you? It's, uh, if you're new to our church, this is the theme that uh, Pastor John has come up with uh, for 2019, new things. And maybe we can start the PowerPoint if you've got that, John, as well. That would be great. Um, and so I wonder what's going on in your heart as you think about new things. Are you being challenged? Are you being stirred to maybe do something new this year that will be a bit more effective, a bit more impacting? Maybe get you out of the comfort zone. You know, the comfort zone is really a rut and it's boring. Yeah, I loved Zach when you were giving your testimony. Boring is not on, is it? Now to do the same old, same old, nah, nah, not at all. God wants new things to happen in our life. And so I was thinking, I wonder what's going on in all of us being stirred for new things. And last week, Pastor Mandy, she had a great word on dead things uh, or new things from dead things. And her whole sermon was, doesn't matter where you're at at this point of time, no matter what's been going on, God can take the dead things and make it into lovely new things. And so it was a, I, I want to just jump off that this morning and just very quickly and have three points to share with you. Because I'd love to share three points on, first of all, take the first step. Okay? Take that first step. And so my first point is, big goals require a first step. Yes, that, look, are we, how are we going, Jono? Let's have that next one. Yep, and the next one. So big goals are reached by the first steps of obedience. So I want to show you something. And this is a symbol of it. Okay, we've got a couple of ladders up here. So I'm putting up here an ambulance helmet. Okay. You know, 20 years ago, I got a stirring to help people in disasters. And excuse my story, but I guess I'm preaching, so I have to use my story. And so 20 years ago, I got the, story, uh, the, the stirring of how to help people. And that was a big goal. Okay, big goals. But I had to start somewhere. And I didn't quite know where to start. And I'm just wondering where you're at. You know, if God has been stirring your heart, yeah, let's do new things. What's your goal looking like? Because you may have a new goal for maybe doing something in ministry. Maybe this year, like our interns, we've got people starting interns. That's a big new goal. Yeah. Other people may be stirred, let's do a connect group. Or maybe um, let's serve in some other way. Or maybe it's in your career. Maybe you want to change a career, have a new career, or go for a, a new level in your career. Or maybe it's in your family. Maybe you want to be a much better spouse or a much better partner or a much better friend or something like that. You have goals, and they're great goals to have, but what do you do? Well, you take the first step. And so I remember when I had a big goal, I thought, what do I do? 
And God guided me. The first step was to do grief counseling. So I'm not going to climb on these or Sandra will have a fit with the OHNS. But, you know, I, I did grief counseling and then I went on to study chaplaincy and then I started Chaplaincy Australia. Then I started to continuously upskill and join lots of networks. And then three years ago was the time when I had enough skill and enough training where I could apply for the ambulance chaplain. And there's a funny picture up there because I'm not putting that hat on for love nor money. Can you have the next one? The next one? Yeah, that's me with the hat on. Okay. Looking very formal in my formal uniform. It was a big goal, but it began with the first step of obedience. And wherever you are right now, when God is stirring you for new things, it starts with that very first step. He says, just obey me. Whether the goal is absolutely clear or whether it's not, just do the next thing God is telling you. Do that first step. And you can be assured that he will guide you right through um, to the goal. And so three sub-points underneath this is A. First of all, make sure it's God speaking and directing you. I love this verse in Psalm 32. And it says this. The Lord says, I'll teach you and I'll guide you in the way you should live. I will watch over you and be your guide. Isn't that beautiful? God says, I'm going to help you. I'm going to guide you through. If you've got a stirring in your heart, I will show you the way to go. That's his promise. So first of all, make sure God is challenging you to the goal. Then he will guide you. Second sub point there is, then you need to pray for boldness and faith. Oh my goodness, it's scary. Stepping out of the comfort zone is scary. Going to a new level is scary. But Acts 1.8 says when the Holy Spirit, uh, you shall receive power or boldness when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. So just go to God and say, God, I believe you're asking this of me, but I need your boldness. Please help me. And if you do that, he's going to give you boldness to step out. That's his promise. He's going to help you. And thirdly, don't procrastinate. Okay, you can be like this fella, just looking at the ladder, never taking that first step. If you're going to get anywhere, you have to take that first step. That will lead you to your goal. Please, and I want anyone in this church to reach your deathbed and have regrets. How awful is that? Don't live small, boring lives. God is not into small and boring. God wants us to be continuously stretching and being fulfilled in what he has for us. So don't procrastinate. But I want you to take comfort from a verse in um, Isaiah 30, verses 21. It says this, Your ears will hear a word behind you saying, This is the way, walk in it, when you turn to the right or the left. And that gives us a, a picture of God going behind us. And if we start to deviate, he goes, No, 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 this way. Come back, come back, come back. He's guiding us. Do you know who this verse was written to? It was written to people that were rebellious, had made a total mess of their life. It was awful. The, the people that Isaiah is speaking to, they're in a real mess. And this verse comes up. And it, it's all about in that context then of God saying, I don't care how bad you've messed it. I don't care what it's looking right now. But if you come to me with a humble heart, if you come to me with a repentant heart, then I will restore you. And not only restore you, then I'll realign you into your destiny. Isn't that beautiful? 
God is in the, in the job of realigning us with our destiny. So if you've blown it, if you've made bad choices in life, these people that this was written to, they'd done it as well. They'd really rebelled, but God was giving them a second chance. And there's no one in this room who will lack a second chance with God. He just needs to come in humility. We need to come in humility to him, and he will realign us into destiny. Isn't that beautiful? Okay, so the first point that I've talked about is if you've got a big goal, you start with the first step. But what about if some of the goals are a little bit smaller, a little bit manageable? They start with the first step, yeah? So whether it's a big goal or a small goal, you've got to take that first step. So maybe a smaller goal is, I just want to be a bit more like Jesus this year and I want to share Jesus. I want to share my faith more. Do you know that can be scary sometimes? I mean, you can be like Jerry who just goes out in the street and he can do it in his sleep. He has no fear. But for some of us, it's a bit more hesitant. Let me tell you a story about um, what happened to me last week. And Mark, where are you, Mark? Where are you? You're going to like this story. I told it to your wife who's in the kids thing. So a week last Friday, my neighbor rang and she's in tears. She says, and I've lost my son's cat. So she was looking after their cat while they were overseas. And it was the first time the cat had been to her home. And she just let it go out in the garden on the Tuesday. And it's gone. Whole new neighborhood. It's in that scorching heat. Remember Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of last week? Scorching hot. And she said, it's Friday and I've had no sign of the cat. I've been everywhere. And she's in tears. She's a widow. She didn't know what to do. So I said, come over, and we rang all the vets, no cat. We rang the pound, no cat. So then I designed a lost poster with a little cat on it, and we, post, we printed them out at church so she could put them on the lamppost and put them around the neighborhood. And so we'd done all that, and she's really upset. And then I'm thinking, this is while you're talking, you know, to her, my mind's going, should I say, let's pray for God to find the cat? Because in my heart, I'm thinking, it's been three days in the heat. We're living in a place full of roadworks. There are cars and trucks everywhere. We're also by the bush where there's things that eat cats and kills cats. Okay, It's in a total new neighborhood. This is halfway across the city. What are the odds of this cat coming back? The, the cat doesn't even know the address. Hasn't got a mobile phone with Google Maps. Doesn't know where it is. And so that's going on. And then I thought, no, I got it. I got it. Okay, I'm going to take that step. So I just said, how about I pray for God to return the cat? And she said, yeah, it's anything, just, just pray. And so I prayed and I said, God, you know where the cat is, and I pray you bring the cat home in Jesus' name. So that was lovely. She said, thank you. So Friday night I'm going, God, you better get that cat back because I've just put your name out there with my neighbor who we talked to for a long time. And, and uh, anyway, Friday night, then Saturday morning I wake up, God, can you please return that cat? You know where that stupid cat is. Can you, not stupid, lovely cat. Can you please? <laughs> okay, lovely cat, beautiful cat. Come back. So Saturday night, I'm reading at home and the phone rings at eight o'clock and it's my neighbor. The cat just turned up on the doorstep. So yeah. And of course, I was super cool. Well, of course, we prayed. God knew where your cat was. <laughs> she didn't know. I was like, oh, God, please honor your name, honor your name. 
But he did. And so our neighbor who loves us anyway just knows now that God loves her enough to bring her cat back. Mark, we pray that your cat, who's been missing a week, we pray that your cat comes home as well because God has it. Probably having a holiday with that other cat. And now, anyway, they're all back home. So what are your smaller goals? You know, if it's to share your faith, why don't you offer to just pray with your workmates or your friends? And guess what? It's not up to you to answer the prayer. It's God's problem. If the cat didn't come back, well, it's God that looks bad, not me, okay? But thank God the, the cat did. But the whole thing is, my job is to pray and leave the answer to God. And your job, when you ask people, can I pray for you? It's so good. So many of them want that. So please be bold. Take that step and say, can I pray for you? They might have a fit if you start praying right there and then, because a lot of them think you're going to go away and pray. But if they're happy for it, just pray with them. Nice, quick prayer. If you're Pentecostal, don't speak in tongues. you freak them out. Just pray in your English or Chinese or whatever language you're speaking to them and say, just whatever that prayer is, and see what God does. Step out in faith. What about the step maybe, well, I want to get to know God more a bit this year. Maybe I should read the Bible more. If you're not in the habit of reading the Bible, probably setting an hour aside is not going to work. Though it would be great if you could build up to it. But why don't you just read one chapter a day? Or if you need a Bible plan, downstairs in the information desk, we put some Bible plans for you. You can do that. Or if you get the app, the version app, and that will give you a, a daily Bible reading. There's lots of things to help you. If you're stuck, Sandra can show you the version app thing. Um, or ask someone that looks like they're holy and they read their Bible a lot. Okay, Ask them what they do. But take that step. Because the best way to know God is to actually read his word. So maybe the challenge is, okay, take that step. Prayer, if you need to pray more, which is beautiful, talking to God, talk to him 24-7. But if you want a bit more structured prayer time and you don't know how to do it, see Pastor Helen. She's got some stuff ready to hand out, haven't you, Helen? She's ready to talk to you because we want you to head towards the goals, whether they're big goals or small goals. You've got to take that first step. Okay, there's a Psalm uh, 37. Can you read that one? Put that up, please. And it says this, The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never fall, for the Lord holds them by the hand. And I love that. Again, delighting in every detail of your life. So wherever your goal is, big goal, little goal, he knows how to get you there. And he wants to show you the way. What he will require is obedience step by step, first one and then onwards. And the third point, the last point today is each day is full of new steps. Why don't you wake up this year, every morning, and just say, God, what new thing do you have for me today? You know, I do that. God, what new thing? Oh boy, and some days... Those new things are so exciting. And other days, those new things can be quite scary. But when you've said, God, what, what new things have you got for me today? You become really God aware. When things happen, you become so aware that God is there. And if it's a good thing, you're like, oh, God, thank you for that. And you share the moment with him. If it's a challenge, you go, God, you've got it. And I love this. You know, I'm just into the passion version, as you've heard me said over the last few weeks. I tell you what, if you want to 
get to know a God who is so warm and intimate and loving towards us. The passion version is a really, it's a girly version, isn't it? But it's not just for girls, it's warm, it's, it's lovely. It says this, day by day, the Lord watches the good deeds of the godly. And he prepares for them his forever reward. Even in a time of disaster, he'll watch over them. And they will always have more than enough, no matter what happens. I love that. Each day as you go with God, the good new things you'll share with him. The challenges you'll give over to him. You become so aware. So, you know, a challenge. New Year's resolution. Before you get out of bed, God, what new things are we going to share today? And it will make such a, a huge difference in your day. Because each new step, he'll be with you every step of the way. So, in conclusion today, I want you to think, where would you put your new thing? Is it a big goal? Then put it on that ladder. Is it a smaller one? Put it on that ladder. But what you do have to work out is, okay, what's my next step? What's the first step that God is asking for me? And when you know what it is, do it. Don't live with regrets. Do it. And you'll find that God will lead you into an exciting journey. Second thing I want to talk to you, maybe if you don't have a new thing, and you're going, I don't know. I don't know what new thing God would like me to put on a big ladder or a small ladder. What is it? Well, God will be very glad if you ask him. And you go to him and say, God, what new thing do you have for me this year? Because you know what God loves to do? He loves to take the ordinary and make it extraordinary. And God is so not into boring. God is so not into routine, same old, same old. Because same old, same old is not going to change the world. Same old, same old is not going to influence our world for Jesus. He wants people that are willing to take a step towards a life which, yeah, can keep you on your toes or keep you on your knees, more likely. But it's so exciting. So if you haven't got a goal yet, please just go to God and You might be very surprised what he says to you, but I know it would be just beautiful. But thirdly, I speak to a group here, my final point. God can't do anything in your life unless you give him permission. Let's read this psalm, Psalm 37 verse 5, and it says this. It says, Give God the right to direct your life. And as you trust him along the way, you'll find he pulled it off perfectly. Have you got that there, John? Oh, I'd love people to see that. Give God the right to direct your life. God can only direct your life if you've given him the right to do it. And in church, what we call that is asking Jesus to come into our life, where we say, Jesus, come in and take control of my life. I want you to be the Lord and Savior of my life. He died for you. He paid the price to make you and God in right relationship again. And this is where a whole beautiful new life starts, is when we give him the right. And so I'm going to give you an opportunity now, if that's you, to actually begin that step of saying, God, I give you the right to direct my life. And can I tell you, when you do that, what begins to happen is that you take this first step into a life of destiny, whatever your destiny looks like. It'll be a great life. It'll be one that will make a difference. 
And when you get to your deathbed, you'll be going, I had such a good life. I did what God asked me, and now I'm going into my heavenly reward. Thanks for choosing to listen to the Life Source Christian Church Audio Lounge. If you like this week's podcast, then please share it with a friend. More information about who we are is available at lifesource.org.au. On behalf of Senior Ministers John and Ann Giuliano, we look forward to connecting with you next time at the Life Source Christian Church Audio Lounge.